0: Welcome to the 360 Leaders Club private members only podcast, the learning resource exclusively for members of the 360 Leaders Club, allowing you to learn on the go. Whether you're out for a jog, doing the laundry, or commuting to work, your private podcast will keep you company. Join us for impactful conversations and world class training from top guest experts, as well as inspiring words from yours truly. From mastering your mindset to leveling up your leadership skills nurturing well-being to career acceleration we've got you covered in this exclusive audio experience so tune in level up and get ready to live a life filled with success balance and happiness i want to talk to you right now about the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset this is something that comes up all of the time with people in terms of when you're leading teams and even for ourselves it is so so important to have a growth mindset so today i'm going to break down exactly what it means to have a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset and how you can implement that within your own team and your own organization okay so the first thing is A growth mindset and a fixed mindset, they're basically two contrasting attitudes or beliefs about intelligence, abilities and personal and professional development. It was introduced first by Dr Carol Dweck and she had done studies on students and she found that students who had a growth mindset, i.e. they were willing to fail and grow and we're much more successful and much more productive and much more happy okay um whereas a fixed mindset refers to the belief that our intelligence our talents our skills everything are fixed traits and really that they're set in stone so people who have a fixed mindset, you'll hear them say things like, I can't do that, or we've always done it this way and they're just not open to change. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not their fault. It's most likely to do with their upbringing, our conditioning as a society. We don't realize as humans the power we have to make changes. So it's your job as a leader to begin to influence, first of all, yourself. And once you have that down, that you can then bring it to your team. So people who have a fixed mindset really lag behind. And when you are in a fixed mindset, you stunt innovation, you stunt creativity, and that not only hinders you or your team, it also hinders your organization. Um, so if someone on your team or even yourself, if you have a fixed mindset, you'll believe that you have certain skills and traits that are just unchangeable. You can't learn new things. You are the way you are. we have always done it this way but that is absolutely not true, okay? Um, And again, this goes back to conditioning too. They may think that their intelligence is limited and that they often, you'll find people who have a fixed mindset really strive to prove themselves as opposed to embracing challenges as stepping stones to success because success is not linear. And you need to remember that too as a leader that your team are going to fail, And you have to make it okay to fail because failure is all part of success. We can't have success without failure. Life is contrast, good and bad, black and white, yin and yang, success and failure. Okay, Success is not linear. And then if we think about uh, somebody with a growth mindset, I have a serious growth mindset. I didn't used to. Okay, it's taken a lot of work for me to get there. And you have to remember too, you might be thinking, well, it's easy for Lucy to say, Lucy runs her own business, okay, if Lucy doesn't make money, um, Lucy doesn't feed her children, okay, so I have to, I suppose I understand your world in a sense that you have targets, you have pressures, you have all of this, okay, it does not mean that that everything is going to go right, because it's not, so you're setting yourself up for failure if you think that everything is going to go right. So when you have a growth mindset, really, it's the belief that your intelligence, talents and abilities can be developed and improved through effort, learning and perseverance. Just like you're working with me now, you are working on your mindset, you are working on your personal and professional development. So therefore, you are actively already in a growth mindset. Now, people who have a true growth mindset understand that failure is an opportunity to grow and learn. And that you can enhance your skills and intelligence through practice learning dedication and literally seeking out opportunities for growth. So every single time there's a failure, failure, parent failure on your, in your business or on your team. Like see that as an opportunity to grow so instead of blaming somebody look at Okay, what business process is broken here and um, is this person in the right role. Was I explicit enough as a leader in my communication because so often we make assumptions that people understand what we want from them. But actually, the more explicit you can get, like you want to be double clicking on words and explaining, making your communication as smart as possible, getting your team to reflect back. And we'll talk about that a bit later. So, yeah, like I said, it's all about fixed mindset is static. Growth mindset is fluid. It's constantly evolving, constantly learning. And for example, like you might lose one deal in work, but maybe that happened because maybe there's a bigger and better deal around the corner that you might not have even seen or paid attention to had you got this deal. Or if you go for a particular role and you don't get it, maybe it wasn't the right one for you. So rather than, you know, staying in the past and staying fixed where you are and staying in negative emotion, like you cannot change what's happened. All you can do is fail forward, okay? so use your failure and encourage your team to use failure to propel you forward towards something greater. And like, doesn't it feel better to think that way and focus on, then focus on everything that's wrong. So I definitely think it does. So next I want to talk to you about, I suppose, the 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 facts around growth mindset. So like I said, uh, Dr. Carol Dweck, famous psychologist, came out with this concept um, many years ago. And, you know, a lot of people have jumped on it but in particular she's starting to look um, at the effect on organizations okay so she was collaborating with other researchers and a consultancy firm to try to answer those questions so to in order to explore company mindsets the researchers asked a really diverse sample of employees from I think it was seven different fortune 1000 companies like questions like, um, when it comes to being successful, this company seems to believe that people have a certain amount of talent, and they can't really do much to change it. So what they were trying to do is they were trying to understand the implications of a fixed versus growth mindset. And what they found was that in organizations where employees have a growth mindset, 7% more likely to say that their colleagues are trustworthy. 34% more likely to feel a strong sense of ownership and commitment to the company, 65% to say that the company supports risk-taking, and 49% more likely to say that the company fosters innovation. So their findings so far suggest at a minimum that growth mindset firms have happier employees, they're more innovative, and they have a more risk-taking culture. Okay? so if you weren't convinced on the benefits of a growth mindset i really hope you are now because i promise you like mindset is everything when you change how you think everything around you changes okay so how can you as a leader encourage a growth mindset so i'm going to give you five different ways the first way is you have to lead by example so You need to demonstrate a growth mindset through your actions, like embracing challenges and seeking feedback and continuously learning. Like your team are constantly watching you when something goes wrong. How does she react? How does she show up? All of that, right? You have got to start to embrace this whole thing of a growth mindset by using failure as an opportunity to learn and grow. So I know this is hard. Like, look, I'm not going to be all putting rose tinted glasses on this. I understand that When the shit hits the fan sometimes and things happen, like it can be really, really, really challenging and you feel like, you know, blowing a fuse or like it can be really, really tough. But in those times, it's more important than ever to work on your mindset because, you know, we are vibrational beings and, you know, we have the whole law of attraction. But before the law of attraction we've the law of vibration and the law of vibration decrees that everything moves and nothing rests. So your thoughts are, vibra- are vibrational in nature. So if you're thinking, if you're in a scarcity mindset and you're thinking about everything that's wrong and everything your team has done wrong and you know how bad it was that this particular thing happened, have you ever noticed that you attract more of that? Have you ever noticed that when one thing goes wrong, everything goes wrong? It's purely, I can tell you with certainty, with every ounce of me, I would stand in front of anyone and say this, your thoughts create your reality. So if you want something to change, the only thing you can do are do two things. You can either change the situation itself or you can change your mindset towards how you're thinking about that situation. And the most of the time, you know, most of the time we can't change the past, we can't change the situation, if you can fabulous. But if you can't, you've got to shift into more of a growth mindset. And when your team then sees you and witnesses your commitment to growth, They will be inspired to adopt the same mindset because you can't very well tell them you want them to embrace a growth mindset and embrace failure and see challenges and all of that if you're not being real and authentic and sharing your side and how you're dealing with challenges and how you're overcoming them. Okay, which brings me on to the second point, which is to promote a safe environment. So you wanna create a really safe space where your team and anyone you know, in your organization feels safe and comfortable taking risks and making mistakes. You have got to be okay with mistakes because if you want your team to innovate and you don't want them to always do what we've always done, but yet when they do something different, you come down hard on them because they didn't get the results you hoped for, that is total mixed messaging, okay? Your team is gonna mess up sometimes. And sometimes they're not going to do things the way you had hoped. But maybe, just maybe, they thought if they did it their way, they would have got a better outcome, okay? So you've got to you've got to lead by example, and you have to make it safe for them to fail. Because if it's not safe for them to fail, they're not going to take risks. And if they don't take risks, they're not going to innovate. And if they don't innovate, you're going to stay as you always were, okay? So how you can create that safe space is by sharing your own failures. Like, you will regularly see me talking to you about my challenges, my failures, my vulnerabilities. I openly share online <clears throat> about it, not in a like a victim way, oh God, look at me. It's more, I want you to learn from how I overcome challenges. So every single challenge you ever share with your team, there always needs to be a lesson. So you might tell a story about a time where you went through something really, really difficult and how you overcame it. Because we connect as humans through vulnerability, we do not connect through perfectionism or to this ideal, you know, vision of, uh, you know, a leader. You think of somebody who's in control at all times. Those days are gone. The more you can be authentically you as a leader, the more you can say, "Listen, I thought that was really shit too, but here's how I got through it, and here's what I did with my mindset." And when you do that, like you're just going to gain a super like you're going to have such a team of superstars because they're going to say, "Ah, oh, she's human too. she makes mistakes. It's okay for me to make mistakes, too. So you want to encourage open communication, you want to celebrate their efforts, you know, sometimes it's not going to work out. But if the will is there and the effort is there, you've got to celebrate and always just look for the learnings and the setbacks, you know. and Watch your energy, because it's something that, you know, as leaders, I see a lot in organizations, you know, like I have a master's degree in science. I, you know, had a lot of analytical kind of technical ways of thinking. But what I've learned is that actually your energy and it's the softer feely stuff is actually where all the power is. Because if you look at the most successful people in the world, and I've studied them, believe me. And they all talk about mindset. They all talk about energy management. They all talk about exercise. They all talk about, you know, growth mindset. So if you want to be a really, really successful woman, which you already are, but if you want to make a bigger impact and a bigger influence, you have got to embrace this growth mindset and make it safe for your team to fail, because then it's going to build more resilience in your team. And then your team are just just gonna they're just gonna i suppose have more of a growth orientated outlook okay the third thing then is to provide opportunities for growth so you know if you want them to have a growth mindset and you, you say they're fixed and they're thinking well what opportunities are you giving them to shift because it takes time to shift mindset right you've been we've all been conditioned in a certain way for so many years that it's it's not just going to happen with one conversation, okay, this needs to be a repetitive thing that becomes part of your DNA. So you want to provide those opportunities. So you might provide training programs, workshops, or coaches, or coaching programs, and things like that, not necessarily related to mindset, but related to your business, whatever the person needs, give them opportunities to learn new skills That's gonna that's going to actually help them improve. You want to support them too, you know, in terms of helping them to set challenging stretch goals and giving them the resources and the guidance needed to achieve the goals. So something I hear over and over and over again from women at your level is that you you expect that the people who are reporting to you, because they're senior enough to in your organization, most likely, um, should know what they're doing. But actually, your boss could be saying exactly the same thing about you on occasion. And you know that you care deeply about your role and you care deeply about results and you want to do your job well. Most likely, most people on your team do too, Okay, So give them a break and give them the support and that whole area of explicit communication when you want something. You need to double tap on those words and get your team to reflect back to you their understanding. Because as humans, we make a lot of assumptions. We filter everything through our beliefs, our experiences, what's top of mind for us in that very moment. So when you're delivering, for example, if you're trying to communicate your expectations around a project to a particular team member, Like if they've just got really bad news about a family member that morning, like that is not top of their priorities. They're only taking in a teeny amount because what our brain is doing all the time is it's it's literally going keep delete, keep delete, keep delete. We're looking for what's relevant to us in every single conversation. So if you're multitasking, come back to me because this is super important. You have only taken in a fraction of what I've shared with you over the last few minutes because your brain is not physically capable of taking on anymore because you're trying to figure out what's relevant to me all the time. So you, your team members are exactly the same. So you need to bear in mind how you communicate important things to them. It needs to be in the right moment when they're in the right mindset not when there's a load of like in between fight and fires. If something is super important and it needs to be given the time and attention it needs to make sure that it goes up in that person's priority list in their brain, okay? So that's really, really important. And like I said, ensuring that when you do communicate, you say things to your team like, okay, so can you just share with me your understanding of what I've said? And then they'll share and you'll go, God, no, I didn't mean that. And you'll say, okay, great. So... That part was perfect. I hear you say that you're going to get this presentation to me by Monday, but I didn't actually mean that I wanted 20 slides. What I actually meant is that I wanted the 20 words, just for example. Okay. So it's going to give you an opportunity then when they reflect back to clarify what you want. And then you say again, one more time. Okay. So just before we wrap up one more time, what is your understanding of my exact expectation? And then they'll reflect back. So Again, you'll notice when you work with me, I always ask you things. I say words like, what specifically do you mean? And I'm looking for granularity. I try to be explicit in my communication. And it's the same for you as a leader. If you feel like you're over communicating, you're probably doing it right. Okay. The fourth thing then you can do is to encourage self-reflection. Okay. And encourage, like promote a culture of feedback in your team, which is something that can be so hard for so many people because we charge it with all of this negative emotion if you have if you're trying to instill a growth mindset and your team are starting to see the benefits feedback will become second nature so encourage them to, you know tell them you're on their side you're all one team you're trying to move forward okay so you want to help them to analyze their strengths and weaknesses identify their areas for improvement and develop strategies to enhance their skills and these should be given equal focus to the business goals that you'd set for them. So it's a lot of the time people are asked to do development goals at the start of the year and they really have no clue what to write or I know I need to have one personal development goal, like help them out. Yes, they should be able to think for themselves, yes, but we can't see our blind spots sometimes so help them out. Another thing you can do is, I love doing this, is to build in reflection time into your quarterly or your monthly team meetings. Your team are gonna love you just for providing space for them to think, okay? So rather than jumping straight into the business, first, start with celebrations, start with what's been going well, always start your meetings with high vibe, okay? You're gonna have a much more engaging um, community of people in your meeting, because nobody does this, okay? And then I want you to get into maybe some reflective questions, and I'll pop them um, below this video. So. You could talk about growth mindset and say, what lessons can I learn from recent challenges or failures? And just give them space to write and reflect themselves. How can I embrace and seek out new challenges so I can further develop? Um, How can I reframe failure as a stepping stone to success? So that's something maybe it's a little mantra you could start with them. Is like failure is just a stepping stone to success. We fail forward. That's what I always say you might ask them as well what is one area where i can challenge my existing beliefs or assumptions like where am i where am i finding myself getting stuck okay and then you could ask them maybe what's one area for personal growth that i could focus on this month to expedite my success and you'd be surprised the the power of questions When you ask great questions, you get the most profound answers that you will never get from somebody telling you what to do. It's all about that person trying to uncover what they need to do themselves because then they're on board. And then finally, you want to celebrate their growth and effort. So you want to recognize and celebrate your team and your individuals, regardless of the outcome. Everyone tries hard and often when things go wrong, it's due to miscommunication, not enough resources, and sometimes just external factors outside of their control. So you want to always recognize the effort, the perseverance, the resilience, and the learnings, rather than just purely focusing on results, because that's that's the mindset you need to get to the next thing, okay? Um, And then you're just going to reinforce the value of a growth mindset. So very, very quickly, um, growth mindset means we can learn and develop anything. Fixed mindset means we've always done, we've always done, I can't grow and learn. Um, And we want a growth mindset because we know that it will um, enhance innovation and creativity and overall job satisfaction in your team too. Five things you can do. Number one, lead by example. Number two, promote a safe environment by sharing your own failures, your own challenges, being real. Number three, provide opportunities to your team for growth. Number four, encourage self reflection and try to promote an environment of feedback. And number five always celebrate the growth and their efforts, regardless of the outcome. So below this video you're going to see the questions and I'm also going to pop a little diagram that maybe you could share with your team to show the difference between a growth versus a fixed mindset and if you have any questions, you can just pop them in the comments below.